everybody. So we are so excited. We are the Hallmarkies podcast, and we are here to talk about the latest uh, Hallmark movies. And we, Amber has no voice today because she, I gave her my cold via the internet, and she is sick. And so we have a special replacement uh, host, uh, <laughs> substitute, uh, that has come and, and kindly last minute agreed to join our podcast, and that is Refill, our very good friend. Hello. Hello. Nice to be here. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much. I mean, we really appreciate it. I know Amber is, it was, is very grateful when she t texted me. I love Ruth so much. <laughs> well, hey, it's feelings mutual. <laughs> well, we really appreciate it. And uh, so, yeah, so we had Winterfest. I mean, I, I think that at least for me, I was sort of a little bit exhausted coming out of a countdown for Christmas. <laughs> um, and so there was a side of me that was just kind of like, oh, couldn't they just take January off? <laughs> no, no, no. But I have to say I ended up, for the most part, well, I, I enjoyed two of them quite a bit. And one of them was, mm, and one I, I didn't like. Um, but overall, I was entertained, and I enjoyed it. So I'm glad that they did them in the end. <laughs> it was yeah. It was nice. So, uh, and you were saying you enjoyed uh, off, off camera, you said that you enjoyed this year more than last year for Winterfest. That's right. Uh, just, just in, I take it as a whole, not that all of the movies last year. And uh, honestly, I couldn't remember all of the Winterfest <laughs> films from last year. I think I remembered a couple of them. And, and, um, I think for me, what I found a strength for the films this year is I felt like they had this whole theme of, um, like winter sports going through mm -hmm. all of them. And I think that was really smart to tie in with the Olympics. Mm, yeah. And, and so That's I true. think, I think that that, that was a smart thing to have a theme. I think sometimes Hallmark just has, they'll, they'll be like, uh, here's, here's our summer films and there's really nothing in common with any of them. And I, and I realize, I understand there's different reasons for that sometimes, but I did like the theme. I thought that was a, a smart idea. Yeah, and I, I think actually being up in all of these were filmed at Whistler, pretty much, I guess, except for Frozen in Love. And I think that it just gave it a some, certain degree of energy uh, being in the mountains with real snow and, and uh, <laughs> it was just kind of nice. Right. The first one was called Love on the Slopes. And our little summary is Alex, a copy editor from New York, is sent to an extreme sports outpost to write a story for a travel writing competition. Uh, Cole, a sports enthusiast, reluctantly agrees to be Alex's guide as she faces her fears. I think that the strongest part of this movie is the writer, in my opinion. I, I feel like Kristen Hans, Kirsten Hansen, excuse me, Kirsten, Kirsten Hansen, this is her first script. Yeah, I was looking online and IMDb it said that she was in, in development mm -hmm. for a long time with Hallmark. And uh, so this was her first script. She's been super cute on Twitter and everything. And she, she was just very genuinely very excited. And I think especially like the first half of it, I really thought the writing was strong. And uh, I liked, I'm, when I was 20, like 27, I uh, kind of had a, a I don't know, one of those moments in life that, that just change your life. Mm -hmm. And I realized I was just so unhappy. I needed to break from corporate America, needed to quit my job 
And I, and it was completely terrifying because I was going to graduate school at the time. I, I wouldn't have insurance. I wouldn't have and nothing to fall back on, but I was so unhappy. And so I really related to the portion of this movie where they were talking about how like all of a sudden you become a bystander in your life and you look back and you're like, how did this happen? And that was how I felt. I mean, it was like all of a sudden I'd been in this job I hated for three years and I didn't even know kind of how it happened. It wasn't the plan. Some good dialogue there and her kind of trying to take on this new challenge and stuff. And I don't know, what were your sort of thoughts about that? Well, I agree with you on that. As far as uh, Kirsten, I've, I've been a huge fan of her since she's one of the writers for Chesapeake Shores. That's where mm. I first discovered her. And to watch her, she has been so incredibly uh, supportive of um, anything I've done, if I ever reach out to her for an interview. So it's like, this was a really cool thing to see her bring this movie to life. And um, I really enjoyed the whole thing about um, not being a warrior, not a warrior. Yeah, yeah. I really, really liked that. I thought that was like the, a really cool line. And I was really able to connect with it because it's all about uh, facing your fear, stepping out and doing it, even though you might be terrified and just going ahead and going for it, even if people think you're crazy. And, and oh, and, and of course you have the lovely, um, you have the lovely boyfriend that comes and does that. <laughs> I'm that unbelievable. I'm going to propose to you now right here. Well, we'll talk about that in a second, but, but yeah, cause I, that's my, I have some issues with that, but, but it, so it starred, um, it starred Katrina Bowden and this was her homework debut, I believe. Yep. Yep. It was. And she was famous for being on role in 30 rock. I've never really been a 30 rock fan, but I guess a lot of people knew her from that. And, uh, and then also Thomas, um, Bodin? Bodin? I'm not sure how to pronounce it. Yeah, I'm not sure how to pronounce the French name. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, I guess it was his homework debut, I think. Yes, that's my understanding. He was in The Spirit of Christmas with Jen Lilly, uh, which right. is cute, and uh, loves Last Resort with Jesse Hutch. But yeah. neither of those were right. for homework. Right. And uh, But he is a handsome fellow. <laughs> yeah. He was very good looking. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. 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 So that was pleasant. <laughs> I enjoyed right, seeing right. And well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to accept a bunch of controversies like with any of these movies in order to sort of buy that, like, first of all, her employer is going to pay for this, all this expensive, you know, trip. Right. And that, uh, and the whole, like, conflict of like oh is she gonna write the article or she's not gonna write the article is a little silly but whatever and uh and also that he just like happens to have like all this free time like, available to train her i guess <laughs> drop of that which is kind of funny but i didn't care it worked um so yeah so let's talk about our friend anthony konecki yeah so he is the wrong guy in this <laughs> And they, it's always risky when Hallmark Channel makes the wrong guy likable, you know, and doesn't do the, like, Casey Manderson, over-the-top, ridiculous villain right, right, kind right. of wrong guy. He was pretty, like, he tried harder and was more romantic mm -hmm. than, I would say, about 60% of the leads in the Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, what did he do that was so terrible? Like he wanted her to go to the Berkshires or he had a plan to, you know, like to propose. He, he basically knew who she was at that moment, you know, like, and then she changed. Yeah. And, uh, like fairly quickly, like he's not expected to, he shouldn't be expected to like, accept this completely new girlfriend in like a week. (laughs) And uh, and he, you know, does the sleigh ride, and he he comes and visitors visits her as a surprise. And of course, we are supposed to not like him because he's not the uh, lead guy. Right. But I really didn't see anything <laughs> that was like he was nice. Like I, I really didn't see anything that was a problem. It was kind of a similar movie to me, and this was way worse. But as far as this. Uh, factor was uh, the movie Autumn Dreams. Mm, mm-hmm. The other guy, the wrong guy in that one, is so nice. Yeah, and I just felt like Jill Wagner, you're being really mean. <laughs> like this poor guy is just like waited for you for like four years. He's right. super nice, and uh, and so <laughs> I felt like watching Anthony Konecki, I was like, I feel like I'm turning into Amber. I care about this like you know side character way way too much. Right. Well, I, yes, I understand what you're saying, but I thought what was what was telling to me actually, and I remember Kirsten even responded to this, is how quickly he propose you know he proposes and then she turns him down and it's like it didn't even it almost didn't even bother him. It was almost like uh, there was there was like a disconnect that went on um i think because i could be wrong but i but from my experience and this is just from 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 where i am yeah um i know that there is this thing that happens where you think okay this is the guy that i've been with all this time um and i'm gonna and this is the life that i've known and i'm just going to this is, this is where I am. I don't even think about being trapped or anything. There's no other option. So this is where I am. And that's where she was. Yeah. Then she got put into this, this uh, completely new environment where she was able to come out and really be who she was. And she realized who I was, who I was before was not really who I was. I was just being, I was used to, I was being safe. That was kind of, she, she mm-hmm. was in a safe life before. Yeah. I don't have to go and try anything this is safe. Everything's planned out for me. I know what's expected. And so I think that when she realized who she was, it was like, there was no real connection. At least I saw, um, I, I see what you're saying, but I think I, I could sense that there was just no connection. Once he, once he asked, was asking her to marry him, the connection was, had been lost because she had already was already coming out and being who she was yeah yeah I can see that and that you know that she had had this whole new like world open to her and he you know he was still in the same place you know which you can't really fault him that much but right uh, but uh but yeah I mean I I did tweet out I said I feel like the only reason we've been given to not pick Anthony Konecki is that his name is Barton (laughs) (laughs) yeah well Like they gave him a putsy name. (laughs) Well, maybe they could go back and they could, they could uh, do a sequel where he, 
he gets the girl. Yeah, that's what they should do. They should go back and he can take he can take a girl to the Berkshires and and it. Right. <laughs> right. I'd watch that. Yeah, I I would too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I hear you. At least we got to see. We, it was we had two nice guys, and sometimes yeah. Hallmark does do that. They do try to change things up so that the guy is not always a jerk. Right. Yeah. It's a it's a risky endeavor. Yes. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, it wasn't like a deal breaker for me. That was just my only like, right. Oh, um, but it was really fun. I think her going on these various extreme sport Mm -hmm. things and it made Whistler look so beautiful. They're pretending it's Colorado, but it was not. Yeah. Right. Right. (laughs) Um, which one did you like the best? Which one looked the most fun? I was going to say bungee jumping probably. Oh Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, it's one of those things that I, it absolutely would scare me to death. I yeah. mean, I, you know, to think about doing it, but I would love to have the opportunity to do it yeah. <laughs> because I, I, I love roller coasters. I, oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I, I, a lot of people wouldn't think of me as being that adventuresome, but I actually can be. And, yeah. And so I would, I would like to try, I wouldn't like to try it where the falls are right there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go quite that far. Probably. I wouldn't want it to be the, you know, the yeah. water or something like that necessarily. <laughs> um, at least to begin with, I wouldn't want that to be the first time. You know, I think I have to work up to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I have done the tubing. So, and so that's super fun. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, it is. And, but yeah, I mean, in the zip line, I, I think that would be fun. It was really cute. Like I got a little, I was getting a little irritated I'm like, just read the stupid letter. <laughs> this conflict, come on. Right, right. Um, but uh, but yeah, the ending was super cute with the mm-hmm. the, the kissing, bungee jumping. That was yeah. pretty. Cool. That was, that was, I agree. Yeah. So yeah, I I liked this one. I thought it was solid, and uh, so I would give this. Uh, I'm just I got Amber's crowns, so I'm just gonna give hers, and then I will give mine. We basically have the same score because she does. I just do like on the fives and she, she does it more exact. Anyway, she gave it a 3.8. I gave it a four. Okay. So pretty high from both of us. That's pretty good. good. Um, Cause like a three is like average. Right. So, so 3.8 and four is pretty good. I've currently seen eight Hallmark movies Mm -hmm. and that includes uh, some that we'll cover at a later date. On the slopes came in actually at number four on my ranking because okay. I have Warning Show Mysteries at three and then uh, Once Upon a Winter's Date at two and I'll, I'll save the, the number one for okay. later. So, but that's, that's pretty high for, uh, for me. I have yeah. an Aurora Tea Garden at five. Mm-hmm. The, the Emma Fielding is at seven. So. Frozen in Love was our next film. And the, the summary was, when struggling bookstore owner Mary and the bad boy of professional hockey, Adam, are teamed together to help facilitate an image makeover for the other, they soon realize that opposites attract and they find themselves unexpectedly frozen in love. So this stars Rachel Lee Cook, who of course has been in the Vineyard movies and then you know, some other things. And um, I... And I guess for this, she actually came up with a story. It was like her idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have you, have you interviewed her? I interviewed her. Um, 
actually, it would have been for her very first Hallmark movie. Um, that was the one where she was the intern, right? Yes, yes. Okay, I like that um, one. And then we, she really tried to get the interview back to me. She really did try to make an effort. I think that she was so, um, she had so much going on with that movie and then the TCA is happening and I think mm. she had a whole lot of stuff going on. Sure. And so she has not gotten it back to me. I believe that I will be hearing back from her. I'm, I'm kind of wondering if maybe it'll be like the next Vineyard movie, we might mm. be able to make connection, but she, she wasn't mean about it. So mm. I'm, I mean, she, she is a, she is, she is incredibly busy and I don't know how she keeps up with her schedule. I know that she is very, very busy because sure. she's got family and sure, yeah. with her professional career. So um, well, it was but, really cute though, to see how excited she was. And, you know, she was saying on Twitter, like, I can't believe my like idea is like right. there. It's, you know, like you could tell it was really a, uh, cause sometimes I think people think that, Oh, they just pump these things out and nobody cares about them. Nobody, you know, like, and uh, that's just, this, it can be the case, but it's not always the case. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I thought she was, she was cute in this. I think my only, this is an extreme nitpick, but I know they were trying to make her look like all mousy and kind of bookish, mm-hmm. but I thought they could have made her a little, I, I thought some of the styling choices were a little weird. It looked like she, I don't know if she had a wig on, okay. but like having her, hair parted like right in the middle and just like the color of her hair. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, I should, that's just, it wouldn't have been my choice, but she is okay. fine and very pretty. Oh, right, right, I, just, right. I don't know. I would have styled her a little differently. That's fair. I, I, I can see your point. I hadn't even thought about that because I, I will admit I rarely look at the fashion unless I absolutely detest it. Yeah. There are those moments where it's like you really put them in that uh and, and not just hallmark i'm talking about just in general is this bookstore owner and like was it supposed to be like a used bookstore because all the books looked really old to me i do not know for sure but i'm assuming that she was selling more like vintage type books yeah i'm i'm thinking and so vintage books would be used but it would be like ones that were even that quilting book looked kind of old right yeah and and maybe there were sections where they did offer newer books because actually a lot of times vintage bookstores i think usually have usually often sell both they usually have like this is the new section here's the new Mm -hmm. stuff but um yeah i don't think they really explained that come to think of it (laughs) It was, it was not explained. Yeah, yeah. She meets with this publicist friend of hers because she's trying to save the store, which has wow. been like bequeathed to her from her parents. And, and her brother works there at the store. I liked her brother. He was pretty funny. Yeah, Madison Smith. He's awesome. Yeah. That, is best, that is honestly, I think, his best role to date uh, from what I've seen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. And... Uh, this publicist suggests, this publicist friend suggests that she start working with this hockey player who is the bad boy of hockey, who's been kicked off the team because of his bad behavior. And, uh, this is Niall Matter. And... It's Niall Mater. Oh, is it? Okay, Niall Mater. They they concoct this scheme that he's going to help them promote this party and promote the store 
and she's going to help him improve his image or whatever. And so they start working together and they'd have this, I did really like the initial interaction with the coffee. That was pretty funny. Yeah. And the quilting book. Uh-huh. That was pretty good. Pretty good. Cause they don't have coffee there, which they probably should have. Yeah. She probably, <laughs> come on. Say, <laughs> I think this movie would have worked better for me if I hadn't seen so many of these save the save the store save the farm save the theater save the whatever like i'm just i've reached my like how can we and i have a single fake fiance movie and we've literally had probably i don't know i feel like we've had at least a dozen of these uh kind of <laughs> like we've had i feel like we've had at least a dozen save the farm movies and at least a dozen fall in love with high school boyfriend, city girl gets reformed movies. And it's like, let's go back to some of those old tropes that we're, we we haven't had. Like, why don't we have a fake fiance? Why don't we have like, I don't know, like let's embrace some of those more silly tropes again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if they're just trying to like make it things people can relate to or something like that. Um, but I don't know. That was a big factor for me in, in enjoying this movie. I just, I just feel like, oh, I've just seen everything so much. And um, and I just didn't understand this party was really going to help them um, in any kind of way. You know, like, I would love for one of these Save the Farm kind of stories for, like, the thing I feel like, especially something like this, is trying to, like, feed off of You've Got Mail. But in You've Got Mail... They close the store and she has to figure out a whole new life and what she's going to do. And all the like protests and parties and whatever don't help her to keep the store. And that makes it interesting. And that makes you invested in the character. And so I, I would like them if they are going to do this plot line, like have the guts to like actually close the store. I hadn't. And see, I guess I hadn't even thought about that. And, and, and I'll admit that, Lots of times where I get some of my ratings is that, that I do watch these movies with my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we watch them together and I listen to what she has to say because she is a hard, she is, she can, she's not a really harsh critic, but she is definitely a harsher critic than I am. And mm-hmm. she has no connection to the characters, of course. Right. Right. So that's always, that's always a big thing unless there's been, for some reason, someone that I've really connected with and I've told her a lot about because she usually hears all my, all my stories. And, sure, sure. <laughs> and um, so I think that um, when she likes the movie and really enjoys the interaction, the characters, then I think, okay, it's not just me. I'm not the only one who liked yeah. it. It's not, I'm, and I, I didn't, didn't hate it. I just, I, that was my barrier. Well, and for me, it's, it's, interesting, it's interesting to hear, and, and I actually do see what you're saying. I hadn't really thought about that. For me, what I think I liked about it is that Niles' character uh, was um, pushed some boundaries, I thought, because mm-hmm. usually that he was really this, you know, he was really a bad boy. You don't always get, yeah. you don't always get that. They usually water the bad boys down so that it's like oh he hasn't really done anything bad but here he was and he's even teaching the little boy who is so cute i got to t- yeah. i got to t- i got to talk with that little boy uh, he's only four years old oh my gosh 
Oh my goodness. The, the cutest. Oh my goodness. Anyway, I, uh, but that's adorable. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, even watching, watching them interact with the little boy and then watching him say, well, what do we do? We, 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 we say boo when the other team scores. And I'm thinking that sometimes Hallmark wouldn't even say that they would, they wouldn't want it. Cause that's almost teaching bad sportsmanship in one way. Oh yeah. You know, so, you know, so I can so see what I, you're saying. Publicist. I thought that, um, the actress that yeah. was just fantastic. It was great because she's, uh, also a, um, Asian heritage. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got to talk. With yeah. Her. And she's beautiful. She, they yeah. t- definitely use her again. Uh, right. she was, I liked that interview. I read that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. that was good. Yeah. She was, seemed really cool. And yeah. And I liked, um, his, his ex-girlfriend was pretty yeah. fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and Tammy Gillis, she always, she almost always gets the, the, uh, you know, the, the, the girl that doesn't get the guy. I hope one day that they <laughs> feature her in a role where she gets the guy because she's always playing that. And she's always playing that part that, uh, she's not a nice, she's not nice. She plays that part so well, though. Oh. She's the, she's the um, Marcus Rosner of women. <laughs> yeah, y- yes. Well, what I really hope is that she and her husband get to make a movie together. That's what I'm always, always pushing for that. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that was cute. And I thought that her on her skating and trying to learn hockey was cute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, she's trying to learn it from a book and that was yeah, fun. Right. right. And I liked all the stuff about podcasts. Of course I did. Oh, yeah. But that was great. And I think that the audio quality on that podcast would probably be very terrible. I probably would not want to listen to it, but I didn't care. I enjoyed it. Yeah. That was funny right. to me. Right. And I, right. <laughs> especially after the last movie that 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 mentioned podcasts was uh, Magical Christmas Ornaments. And that movie oh. hated podcasters. Oh, <laughs> They were like, ooh, he, he runs a podcast. It was very yeah. suspect. Uh, this three and a half crowns. Mm-hmm. So still a positive score. And I and Amber gave it 3.2. So we were pretty close, okay. pretty close on it. Pretty close on it. And I think if I watched it with just a little separation, I might, I don't know, maybe even feel more positive about it. Um, so I don't know. But that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Well, and you know, I've had that happen with movies before where I didn't really like the movie the first time I saw it. I, I mean, I mean, a perfect example of that, that is I wasn't too sure when I first watched Christmas Detour, what I thought of it. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. When I first watched it and then, but, but there were things that, but, but I had so many, there's so many people in there that I connected with and I thought, you know, I'm going to watch this one again. And now it's like, I can't, it's like whenever it's on, I find myself watching it. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, when we did our top 12 Christmas, it was the first podcast we ever did with Hallmark, yeah. uh, me and Amber. Yeah. I, I was just going off of a lot of memory. I didn't have a chance to rewatch a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And I bitterly regret not putting Christmas Detour on my list. <laughs> I, I, I know. It, it's, it's definitely one of my favorites for sure. Oh yeah. Well, now it has become, I mean, one of those favorites but at first I was kind of like I liked it but I wasn't sure how strongly I liked it and yeah. then and so sometimes I, and and some of it is I'll be honest some of it is that I'm tweeting I'm tweeting like crazy uh-huh. 
and and so sometimes I will miss things. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll have to go like my mom will say, You just did you see what happened? No, I was tweeting. <laughs> and so I have to rewind it back and see what was what I missed. So. Yeah, the curse of the tweeter. In my ranking at number six okay. out of eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so just below Aurora Tea Garden and right. above the Emma Fielding. Right. So we have is One Winter Weekend. Mm-hmm. And everybody who listens to this podcast knows that I'm not that big a Taylor Cole fan. Right. I don't know. This is not my favorite actress. Right. right. And as far as her, her roles. But I have to say... This was good. Yep. This is a good movie. Yep. And she did a good job. And so maybe I'm coming around on Taylor Cole. Who knows? But <laughs> this was written by uh, the writer of Sweetest Christmas, uh, Irene Dobson, I think is your name? Irene? I don't know. Um, and I end the show Baby Daddy. And I think this is much better than either of those, in yeah. my opinion. I think this is a big step up from Sweetest Christmas. Mm-hmm personally. Um, and you have this Taylor playing this. And I, I have to say, I also went into this with very low expectations because I thought the, the trailer or promo or whatever was very cringy. Mm-hmm. And I was so disappointed because when they first put out the, uh, the marketing, it looked like this was going to be a movie for Hallmark Channel that had a lead, uh, you know, people, person of color, lead Uh couple. I was like, yes, this would be so Uh exciting. And they, you know, movies and mysteries is doing one. And and then Hallmark channels would be so cool. And so then when I found out that it was Taylor Cole, I was like, Oh, (laughs) but so that was, I was going into it with those expectations. But anyway, so Taylor Cole, she is definitely a whole star. Of course, she's been in a ton of movies and Christmas festival Ice and my summer Prince, which she, was in with Jack Turner. And I feel like a lot of times uh, that it takes two movies for a couple to really mm-hmm. gel, you know, like their first movie will be not that great. And then the second movie will be really good. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I felt that way actually with um, Andrew Walker and Nikki Deloach mm-hmm. that I just felt like their chemistry was a lot stronger in the perfect catch Right. versus the Christmas dream or I can't right, remember right. what yep, yep. one yep. called. Anyway. And so I, I don't know. It just seems like that that's sometimes the case. And so I think that's definitely the case here. Cause I'm not a big fan of my summer prints. Mm-hmm. I okay. didn't really like it. And, but I thought they were way, way better and had way more chemistry mm-hmm. in this. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, ac- and, and actually, I agree with you completely with what you said. Um, when My Summer Prince came out, um, I had interviewed both the, both the writer who was new to um, who was new to Hallmark and and the director wasn't, but I had interviewed them both. And so I and and I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna like this movie really really well, and I'm gonna support it. Mm. And I was a little bit disappointed. That is, I, I honestly was. Mm-hmm. Um, not where I thought it was horrible, but I was not, I was, I've not always been a big Taylor Cole fan either. People will rave about her and I'll think, eh, it's kind of, um, but what, I even put this on Facebook after this movie. Um, what I think that I love 
is that so is in about um it's let's see it's one winter weekend isn't that the name of the movie mm, yeah oh did i not say that yeah one winter yeah, weekend you did you did, you did. I, was trying <laughs> to make sure I was saying it right yeah um, what i liked about one winter weekend is that her character was much stronger in fact my mom and i had a discussion yeah. about this and i said so often i want to like taylor cole in these hallmark movies but i don't like her and i don't know why and it's yeah. not her that I don't like, but it's that her character is often really wishy-washy. I mm -hmm. thought in My Summer Prince, her character was rather wishy-washy. I just kind of yeah. not very strong. Um, didn't really seem like she could stand up for herself that much. And it just, it just, I didn't. And I've seen her in other roles like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why Christmas, Christmas Festival of Ice, I didn't think worked that well for her. Because again, yeah. it was kind of a character that didn't seem very strong. As my mom explained it, and I think she had a really good point because we discussed it after the movie, is, is uh, that Taylor Cole seems to have a very strong presence on screen and she seems to be a very strong, she's not, she's not just this tiny petite little woman mm -hmm. uh, like, some of, it's like some of the Hallmark stars are. Sure. And so to see her in One Winter Weekend, she was playing a strong woman with opinions and she was, um, she she basically knew who she was mm. and she was not afraid to let that come across yeah i think that you're right because the one that I, I i also like her in i think it's appetite for love I it. yep i was agreeing with you 100 percent. <laughs> because yep. i don't know how uh old taylor cole is but she's in her 30s i think and she just has sort of a mature feel about her and yep. so when she tries to play the ingenues, the young ingenues, like in My Summer Prince, right. it just doesn't quite work. And yeah. whereas when she, when, she plays a, um, when she plays a more sort of mature character, like you're saying, somebody who's right. sort of confident in who they are, like in Appetite for Love, right. like in this, yep. uh, I think it works much better than, because uh, there's sometimes when I feel like she should be playing the best friend yeah. <laughs> versus playing the lead. Really and yeah and and so anyway uh but i was i was happy for her i, I really liked her in this yeah. like i i mean yeah. i'm so that's saying a lot like for me you know right <laughs> i really did it's a good job yeah. it's a recently dumped travel writer goes on a ski getaway with her best friend and they find themselves double booked with two eligible men when they are snowed in love ensues as it always does yeah. and this is definitely another trope that we saw a little bit, but not as much as the Save the Barn right. is the double. <laughs> right. And my my favorite of all time of this trope is the cabin. Have you ever seen that one with Leah Thompson? Oh yes. Okay. Oh, yes. That is so good. I yeah. love that one. But yeah. um, because it's all in like Scotland, and I just love that one. Right. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> but anyway, uh, this one, you know, obviously we saw it in Christmas Getaway very recently. And these people just can't figure out their booking systems. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> but uh, the this movie just really worked because, like I said, there was great chemistry between her and Jack Turner, who I can't even remember. What was his... He, he works for... He's like a CEO, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I think that's... Yeah. Full characters on this, like, dating fast because of this rejection at the beginning of the movie. And, uh, and that all worked, I thought. Did, did you like that? Yes, I, I absolutely did. Yeah. Um, also, I have to say that 
Amber did such a good job live tweeting this one. And I, my favorite of hers was she <laughs> took a picture of, of uh, the Jack Turner character and said that, uh, I like it, she says uh, that, uh, she said, it looks like I found somebody for uh, hot dudes reading <laughs> Twitter, hot dudes reading. I thought that was really funny. So good job, Amber. That was hilarious. And he was quite the reader. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he was. Yep. Yeah. And anyway, so yeah, so we had this, her best friend, uh, uh, played by Rakia. Do you know how yes. to pronounce her name? Rakia? Yep. yep. Rakia. Yep. Yay. Okay. Rakia Bernard. And she's in Christmas in Evergreen and in Dashing Through the Snow, Just the Way yeah. You Are, Gourmet Detective. So she's been in a bunch. Oh, yeah. And then uh, his friend, uh, Deshwain. I think that's the way it's pronounced. He, this is his homework debut, mm -hmm. right. I think. And yep. Yep. anyway, so I love them so much. Like, not just because they're, they're African-American, which was so right. cool and exciting. Right. But because they were so cute and adorable, and, really yes, and, were. and her story had like real heart and meat to it. Like it's one of the most like compelling secondary stories that I can think of in a long time in a Hallmark movie, because she is just like having to answer all of these calls and she's just the assistant to this boss and, uh, and the boss just like relies on her, but she lacks the, she's doing all these interviews for this job that she should have but she lacks the confidence to say like, I should have this job. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that really worked. I really liked that whole story with them. And like when, when he fixes her wrist, it was so cute. Yes. 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 <laughs> it was adorable. Oh, yeah. yeah I, I think that I agreed with a lot of people and my mom agreed too. I saw many people, we were tweeting out that it was like you really had four leads because in yeah. many ways, in many ways, these the secondary characters received so much great material. You got to know their stories so much that yes, okay, so Taylor and Jack are the stars, but you almost had this, this these these four leads. I, I yeah. mean, you you uh, the stories and the stories were so interconnected. They were all they were all. Um, they, you could tell they must have enjoyed each other's company. You know, all the actors must have gotten along and just had a blast because they were so easy with each other. It was so funny. I loved um, watching that scene when Jack's the only one doing work and they're all sitting around like watching watching Jack's character do all this work. I, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> they're all sitting around. Yeah, we'll just watch you do the work. And I think, yeah. and and I, and I just. I, and I just thought there were so many great parts that, and I thought, thought this is, it would be so great to, um, you, you could see that secondary character easily, eventually a char character is very similar to that, or maybe even those same yeah. characters becoming the absolute, the absolute leads of the. Of the I, I hope that, that Hallmark is doing that. These two should be in a movie. I'm not saying this should be a yeah. sequel. Right. I would rather actually have them have their own full movie. But right. they had such chemistry. They were so cute. Um, and I think I, I just, it needs to happen. Amber, so Amber gave this three and a half crowns. Okay. And I give this four crowns. It was okay. really good. Maybe even 4.5, depending. It's hard this early, you know. <laughs> I'm I, like, know. I know, I'm right in between. I really liked it. And, and I thought that Taylor's dress was beautiful. 
they did a very good job with that. And uh, she looked beautiful uh, for the date. He looked very handsome for the oh, yeah. date. Yeah. It just all worked. It was really fun. Um, so, but for now, I give it four crowns. And uh, I have it at number one right now in my oh, ranking. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. And then the next one I have after that is Once Upon a Winter's Date. Oh. The last one for Winterfest mm -hmm. is Winter's Dream. And this is uh, Dean Kane and Christy Swanson, and it's a former pro skier cat is asked to coach a younger skier named Anna and finds love with the girl's widowed father, Ty. And I have to say, certain directors, maybe certain directors just aren't for me because I really haven't liked any of his movies. I didn't oh. like Engaging Father Christmas. I didn't oh. like Falling for Vermont. I didn't like While You Were Dating. I didn't like The December Bride. I didn't like Tulips in Spring. <laughs> oh, Okay, so you yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, the only one that I've liked of his was The Mistletoe Promise. That I really like. Okay. But I don't know, maybe just certain person's style just doesn't gel with me. Um, and uh, I, I didn't care for this movie. I thought it was very boring. I, I just wasn't drawn into the couple. I didn't think they had chemistry. I didn't think the conflict was interesting. Like they kept trying to set this conflict between her and this other coach, but like it just never really went anywhere it wasn't compelling to me it wasn't interesting and I, I felt like it was also confusing like one minute this girl this young girl was like this huge amazing prospect of skiing but then other minutes I felt like she was teaching her really basic stuff I'm like is she like just learning how to do turns or is she this great hot prospect of skiing because she's definitely old enough that like she would be like a further along I think if she's this hot prospect and I don't know like I maybe that's a nitpick but it's just that was the main conflict of the story and I don't know I just it just didn't I didn't like it I'm, I'm afraid and I, I was I was hoping I would like it because I like Christy Swanson and I like Dean Kane. Um, Christy Swanson has been in a couple of these um, Hallmark movies um, you know, she was, of course, was Buffy. <laughs> I was like, how can a movie with Buffy and Superman not be, like, more fun? But, um, and she was better, I think, than Dean Cain, but I thought Dean Cain was just phoning it in. He seemed bored to me. He didn't seem invested. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too harsh, but I don't know. I just didn't like it. Yeah. So, what did you like? Because I know you liked it. What did you like oh, about yeah, it? Yeah. Well, um... I, <laughs> I have a completely different viewpoint. Yeah, on it. then that's good. That's why we do the podcast. Right, right. Um, I think, let's see. Um, I like, well, I, I happen to like David Winning. Um, and that's just, that's just me. Sure. I, I, and, and um, I'm curious, have you watched, um, any of his, any any of Van Helsing? Have you watched that that show on Sci-Fi? I never have. No. Oh, okay, because he he that's more of his mainstream stuff that he directs. Because he okay. does do mainstream stuff that he directs, and that's a show um, that I haven't seen any of the shows that he's directed. But um, it is there's a, there's a actually Rakia has a major part in Van Helsing as well if you like mm. Rakia she's got a big part um, cool. and uh, and there are some there are some people you will recognize that you've seen in other things and mm -hmm. it's and it's so 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 
it'd be interesting to know if you watched some of the stuff that he's directed for them as opposed to Hallmark if you if it's just that you don't like it, that you're not as keen on the Hallmark stuff but it, I, I mean I, I it'd yeah. be interesting to know yeah that would it's, be interesting for sure interesting. um uh for me this one was was a lot of fun I don't know if it is um Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's my age. I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. Maybe it's the fact that I have a daughter. I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. there's maybe it's the fact that I'm a single parent. I don't know if any of that figures into it. I know sometimes those things do. Sure. Um, yeah. We honestly, can't help but have our. We can't help but have our life impact or what we. Right, right. You know what we're right. drawn to. Uh, for me, I thoroughly enjoyed all the interactions between Christy Swanson, Christy Swanson, and Dean Kane. Um, usually I see Dean Kane playing a lot of dramatic, more dramatic type roles. And this one, he, he was, um, I thought was real, was this goofy single dad. And, mm -hmm. and, he, and so, so I found that entertaining. Um, mm -hmm. I also enjoyed Lucy Guest. She played the other, um, ski instructor, the one that was kind of, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed her. She's she's one that again that I have I've kind of watched. I was I was actually I interviewed her before her before she was even on Hallmark. And mm -hmm. now she's become like a Hallmark favorite for the supporting cast. Yeah, she and was just on wasn't she in um, Mistletoe Inn? I I think that's right. I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head, but I think that's she's been in so many. She was also in Eat Play Love. That that was Oh uh, yeah, yeah, one. yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um so she, I, I enjoyed watching her character and I, I, I liked, I liked how they resolved her character because sometimes in Hallmark you get the main character um, and they never resolve. For example, um, if you've seen Love on Ice, I don't know if you've seen Love on Ice, mm -hmm. which, which I'm not saying, I know a lot of people don't like that movie and that's fine. Um, but Kate Drummond is, uh, plays the other coat and you never really see her results. She, just, she yeah. plays like mean from the beginning and she's still mean at the end. Right. And so it was, yeah, that's a good point. It's nice. Um, Aaron to have Aaron, um, Buchholz. I, was, I wish yes, they had, wish they'd give him more to do. Cause I thought he I was know. fun. I know. I was, I was going to say the same thing. I would like to have seen an expanded part for, for him as well. I agree with you. Um, cause he didn't, he didn't get he wasn't on there nearly as much as I thought he would be. Um, yeah. I was hoping he have a bigger part. I agree with you on that. Um, I really enjoyed the um, ending of the film. I, mm -hmm. I, I thought that was really cool at the end that because Hallmark doesn't usually have some big, uh, a lot of fancy things like that at the end. You know, the fireworks. Oh, you know, and, and, the, and the whole, the, the light parade coming down the mountain. Yeah, and all that, that was cool. Stuff. Booth is the executive producer. She's on Sign Sealed Delivered. Mm -hmm. um, she's played Shane on Spencer Delivered and she, she was and actually it was so cool to see she had one moment where she towards the beginning where she walked on with the dog and so you had so we were all watching for it and I looked and I was like there she is I saw her so I was like <laughs> that is cool, um, that is cool. Thought, yeah it was and then her daughter actually there were a couple scenes that her daughter actually Christy Booth's daughter had was like on camera a couple times and you had to watch for her she was like this little girl that you'd see because their daughter's five Mm -hmm. and was not something that resonated with everybody, which I know some people didn't because I've read the mm -hmm. comments. You're not the only one who, who didn't care for it. And I, and I think that's, you know, that's going to happen. Sure. But he is taking that 
very seriously because he wants to do more with Hallmark. This was like the first thing. And as we know, the first time that somebody ever writes something, it does not always, mm -hmm. um, doesn't always come off as well as you might want it to. Mm -hmm. And so I think that his hope is that in the future that, that um, there will be more chances to do, to do them more, shall I say. Yeah. Yay. If I can like a Taylor Cole movie, then, then he <laughs> should, he should have all, all hope. Right. All hope. Right. <laughs> right. Well, and yeah. I think that's, and, and so I think it's, I, I, it's like, there's nothing wrong with having the difference of opinion. Mm -hmm. um, it's good to hear your views because I think I can, I can see it through your eyes, shall I say. I can mm -hmm. see that maybe in a different position, I might be looking at it a little differently. Yeah. And just like the people that, you know, you mentioned how high you've marked um, the morning show murders. There are people who absolutely hated that movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There all are, I care I, about is that people are honest. I, you know, when I, I did over on my other channel, I reviewed the whole Disney canon and there were people that wanted me to love every single Disney movie. And I'm like, that's not being a good fan. That's being a bad fan. If I'm telling Disney that this movie is good and I don't really think it's good, then I'm not helping Disney to be any better. Right. You know, I'm not being honest with the people watching my program and I'm not like, what's the point? You know, like what's the point of talking about and doing it if you're not going to be honest and right. it's not that you have to be mean and you should try to give some constructive reasons why it didn't work for you. Uh, but right. um, you don't want to just be some troll. It's like, right. that's the worst thing right. ever. Um, right. Exactly. But anyway, so yeah, I, gave this one two crowns. I, it just right. didn't work for me. Um, Amber gave it 2.9, so she's okay. a little higher. They make a movie every weekend. There's going to be some that you like and some right. that you don't like as much. Right. 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 So, oh, yeah. 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 So speaking of next week or this next upcoming weekend, yeah. Yeah. we have my secret Valentine. Yeah. So that's pretty exciting. And, uh, this has a new writer, Mm -hmm. uh, Carrie Friedel is her name. Yeah. And, right. and so that's kind of exciting. And it has Andrew Walker and Lacey Chabert, yeah. uh, which is their first time together. Yep. And on the little like preview, mm -hmm. Andrew Walker, he was like, he was so funny. He's like, I love all my co-stars. <laughs> I love them all. Yeah. Right. But Lacey was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And, 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 you know, as, 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 as I told you earlier, um, I talked with Andrew Walker today. We, we had a good, it, it, we, we talked for like, I don't know, 70 minutes or something like that. I think yeah. if I remember right, something like that. And we talked a lot about, um, his working with Lacey Chabert. So, you know, that, 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 that inner, and he, and, and he had very similar things that, you know, that he's, he said about her and, and I, I'll be yeah. getting that interview up before the movie premieres on Saturday. Yeah. Probably going to be one of my all time favorite interviews just because mm. of the way, of the way that it all came together and the subjects that we touched on that I didn't even plan on talking about and, and just, and all the amazing things that Andrew himself is involved in. It's, mm. it is unbelievable. And he was very candid in this. I felt very candid Ooh. in this. Well, I'm really excited. I think all three of these Valentine's movies look pretty strong. Yeah. 
I'm pretty excited about all of them. And this one yeah. looks cute. My only worry about this movie is that there'll be mm -hmm. too much about the wine. Because I didn't like Summer in the Vineyard. I thought that was very boring. I do not care about when the wine is ready and if the wine is done and making wine. And that was very boring to me. And like, I just hope that they don't, like if it's another sort of, if this is, if this is a case of save the vineyard, <laughs> mm -hmm. that would be very boring to me. So I hope it's more about the like secret relationship. It has both components is my understanding. I'm, I'm not going to lie and tell you that there's nothing about the winery because well, Andrew, Andrew... I don't mind so, some, but you know what Andrew I mean. Andrew was very excited about the winery stuff. Oh, extremely dear. excited about it and said that there was... He thought that there was even more stuff about the winery and the terminology and everything than there usually... And a lot of shoot... A lot of loss that was shot inside the winery. I'm just telling you that's... I know, I know. <laughs> He was very excited about the winery stuff, but then again, understand that he has um, a juice business. He's okay. wife owned business, and so for him, he was absolutely fascinated, and he loved. Oh. And and it's evidently where they shot it is very historic. It's a very because mm. it, they shot it way up in Ontario, and I mean way up in Ontario. So. Well, yeah. So we'll see. I certainly always go into things with open mind, and yeah, go, uh, yeah. So just but just know that yes, there is going to be stuff about the winery. That is a component, but I don't think that that is the main component. Okay. I Good. think that that's the backdrop. I mean, I can't guarantee yeah. it, but I will say that um, uh, I had one, one of the people that worked for Hallmark, I, um, she told me today that he was really cute in um, My Secret Valentine, that he was very cute. I'm really excited about all this Secret Valentine part. I think that sounds really cute. We'll look forward to that. And uh, so uh, then we have on Sunday, you all want to make sure on your calendars, we have the Kitten Bowl on Sunday, yep. which will be very fun. <laughs> yes, yes. The Kitten Bowl is fun. <laughs> Who I needs always... the Super Bowl when you have a Kitten Bowl? This is and... true. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've got the Kitten Bowl set to record. I don't have the Super Bowl set to record. I don't, I don't yeah. know what that says about, about me, but I'm... <laughs> it's kind of a take it or leave it thing I, i'm the same super bowl is usually really boring and so well let's check out the kitten bowl instead oh, i have it also on my dvr don't have the super bowl <laughs> <laughs> hey, well we have something we definitely agree on yeah. <laughs> we found <common> ground. <laughs> yeah so next week we are going to be doing a special podcast we are going to be talking uh, non-Hallmark, but we're going to be talking The Cutting Edge, particularly the first movie, of course, but then all, also the sequels. Mm. So we're really excited about that. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that should be really fun. And then on Valentine's Day, we have a special podcast that's going to be coming where we have invited writer Greg McBride is going to be joining us, and we are going to be talking about all of our favorite classic romances. Oh. So it's going to be super fun. You've got you've you've got an excellent guest for, for that, that. We're one. so excited. He's he's the best. So oh, he is fantastic. <laughs> I, yeah, I. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us, especially last minute. It was so nice of you, and we I, I had such a fun time uh, talking about these movies with you. I think it was even though I had one I didn't like. It was I think a pretty successful month for. Uh, for Winterfest and 
a successful month for Taylor Cole. So that's exciting. <laughs> that's probably the most exciting thing of all yeah. is, is because I know how you feel about her. Like, okay, that one actually turned you around and, yeah. and, and yeah. all that. And, and, and yeah. probably even after just talking with you, I might actually, I would probably even adjust my scores just a little bit. Because I think mm -hmm. you had Oh, good. I think that a couple of them, a couple of them wouldn't be fives maybe now. They might, they might be down for <laughs> a 4.5 range. So okay. well, it just takes being able to actually discuss it because lots of times I don't get the opportunity to discuss it. Yeah. And it's great to have, it's, I, I think it's great to be able to discuss even opposing viewpoints. I think that's great because it makes me think about things differently. And, you know, I can see the perspective rather than getting all upset and thinking that we have to yell and, you know, it's like, yeah. we, don't, we don't need to be mean about it. We could just have an intelligent discussion. Agreed. And thank you so much for doing that. And uh, so where can people find you? You can find me um, on my website is my devotional thoughts. And so, and, and I'm sure you'll be able to get that link up there. Yeah. Um, and then um, I am on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and my username there is uh, Ruth Hill 74. And then on Facebook, I've got my devotional thoughts. I'm, I'm also on there under, under my name. I mean, I don't, I, mm -hmm. I've got, I've got lots, honestly, I've, if people, if people are genuine Hallmark fans, and I mean, mm -hmm. if they genuinely are Hallmark fans, I don't mind being sent a friendship request. If, if, if somebody, who, you know, so it doesn't bother me. I mean, if people find me on Facebook, that's fine. It's not like <laughs> I'm, hiding. I'm not hiding. Sure, I'm sure, hiding, sure. So. So. Well, we'll have that all in here in the description section. And you can check, definitely check out all of Ruth's content. It's amazing. Such great interviews and such, uh, it's just great on Twitter, Instagram, everything. But you can uh, follow us. Uh, you can follow Amber. She's usually here, Amber Brainwaves, on Twitter. You can follow me at uh, Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and YouTube. And also, I'm at Smiling LDS Girl on social media. You can follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod on Instagram, Twitter, iTunes, everything else. Uh, and also, if you guys have the Stardust app, go on and log on and put in your 20 second reactions to these movies after you finish watching them. Cause we need to get more I think I'm pretty much the only one who's logging their reactions and uh, it's really fun. It's a free little um, app and you just record on your phone, a 20 second response. And, uh, and it would just be fun if we could get the Hallmark community to kind of, uh, kind of do that. So, and that way we could kind of see people's instantaneous or responses to these films. So check that out. I'll put a link down to that also if you want to check it out with Stardust. And uh, so, yeah, that's it. And uh, thanks again. Really appreciate it. And we will definitely have you on again soon. And uh, we'll look forward to tweeting together for the uh, Valentine's movies. That's right. All right. Going to Twitter jail again. Yeah. <laughs> where, I spend, where I spend my weekends when you can't find me. It's because I'm going, because I'm in Twitter jail. So. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we will talk to you soon then.